Hi, you are listening to the Inspired Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. Be ready to be inspired. Stay kind, hit your goals, regroup, find self-love, make more moments for small joys, and meet my red Doberman fortune from the Sunshine Club. Hope you enjoy this podcast and download it. Thanks for tuning in. Be kind and have an inspired mind. This is Michelle Schall, and you are listening to the Inspired Mind Podcast. So grateful you are here with me in spirit. If you are listening to this podcast, there is a great chance that you are thinking about how you can bolster inner courage, find that inner strength, and what does that look like? What does that feel like? So that's what this podcast is about. It's about strengthening our soul from the inside out. And I am going to share from my heart to yours exactly how that's working for me and what are the tools and what have I done? How have I restructured my life that's helped me find inner courage like I've never had before? And it's exciting when it keeps building and building and building. And it, it doesn't happen overnight. It happens by creating those moments each day where we take time out of our day to do things. Hey, hate to break it to you that make us a little uncomfortable so where we kind of step out of that that cozy box are those um, rituals or things that we love so much um, and do some things that are that stretch our soul and make us learn to live a different life than the one that maybe we're already living and um, wow it's, it's always hard to do. Let me, let me be honest. You know, my, my innate self is a little bit cozier. So doing this podcast, I've really had to work up to this moment, just to even share these things and uh, kind of step out of my own comfort zone and how I got out of my way to just forge ahead. And, and here are some um, of the examples and things that I've had to do in order to boost my courage, in order to find that reprieve from that, you know, insecure voice or that critical thinking voice that likes to kind of keep us down, to kind of keep us small and um, safe. So that's that critical voice is there and it kind of comes up in our mind and, and then we always think, well, who am I to think I can do this or or why why would I be able to do that? Or, you know, we, we start to worry, okay, well, how is that going to look? Or what's, what are people going to think, you know? And we just have to push that aside and go within and know what and why what you are doing or, or what you are working for, if it's rooted in truth and goodness and light, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, your family, your loved ones, um, your friends, if it's something that comes from the goodness within your soul and you believe in it, keep going, keep building on those blocks. So the number one thing, I'm going to give a list of like three or four things that I have had to do to restructure my life in order to bloom 
to uh, be more courageous and find the beauty I'm experiencing now in my life. And I'm going to be honest, wow, what a difference. And a big part of it is number one, uh, I have more inner peace with myself. So how have I gotten that? Well, by doing a lot of internal work, um, stripping away old habits that no longer serve uh, my future or my daily life. And that means cultivating and creating better habits that make me more courageous, uh, stronger each day, more self-assured. And and how have I done that? By getting out of bed and setting a routine, you know, and trust me, I've had many routines over my life. Um, but this, this last couple of years, I've uh, been kind of doing things a little bit differently. And it's been more of an inward journey versus a routine on the outward journey. So taking that path is never easy because when we go within it can be a little like oh didn't know that was there you know it's kind of like we're inside finding some you know checking under these rocks in let's say a metaphor like in a field and we're seeing things that we never knew oh wait a second and it's a harsh reality sometimes taking that deeper look into ourselves but once we kind of strip those ideas away and um, work on ourselves, then we're able to find more courage that kind of buoyant step where we're kind of bebopping around in our daily life and others can notice it and how do we get there well by working on ourselves um, by being honest with our inner self on things that we need to work on so um For me personally, for the last year, I have been dedicated to my breath work, dedicated to my meditation every day. Now, I'm not talking about an hour or, you know, nothing like what's going on over, you know, maybe the Himalayan mountains. But for me, it's a huge breakthrough. And I've just seen countless major benefits to my life. And I don't even like to call it meditation because it's a series of breathing exercises that I do plus some yoga poses for, um, it ends up being about 15 to 20 minutes in the morning. And then I do my, my yoga routine that I myself practice and this time alone on my mat. And I will be honest, Hey, of course, yes, there are days that I do not, gosh, I gotta go, you know, you know, um, but I just trudge ahead. And sometimes like once in a while I will miss a morning especially if I get up super early and teach yoga, but then I manage to get those breaths, that breath work in later for the day. So this is an example of creating a habit at home. Um, no, I've been doing deep breathing for over 25 years and kind of did it all over the place whenever I wanted and never had a set schedule with it. So during the, the first lockdown, I thought, you know what? better uh, really get with this program here. Um, I was um, essential working with my husband at our fruit stand and it was crazy. Lots of people in that first two months when most everyone was safely locked in their house, shopping online at Amazon, saving up on their toilet paper. We were encountering thousands of individuals and it was a, a lot of fear for me at first. So that's an example. So that's why I did the breath work and it helped immensely. So number one, work on something that you can do that will bolster your spirit. 
create a habit at home that can give you that inner peace that you might be missing. So if you have that in place, then you will feel more self-secure, more excited to be around others and more courageous in your daily life with with whomever you come in contact with. And I, I suggest trying three times a week first to start this habit and then go from there, work to five and then maybe seven days. And that's exactly how I always begin a new habit. Um, and then only then does it, it kind of sets in and then it, you don't feel like you're, you are forcing yourself. It, it becomes something you, you want to do because at first you're only doing it three times a week. And then you go, wait a second, I can see the benefits on those three days. I'm doing this. This is how I feel. So that's the second thing. When you create this new habit, um, observe it, learn from it, see how it's impacting your life. And then you're you will want to do it more. And so that's exactly what happened for me. And um, like I said, the pandemic first quarantine brought about where I just got that right in check, my breath work every morning and created a whole uh, special breath work for myself that no one else taught me and that works for me. And it felt special because uh, it was kind of a different set of breathing exercises that I would do before I'd learn from this person or that person and this particular breath work that I do every day is something that I've carved out for myself so it feels special it's like a breath work thing of my own and I love it and uh, you know some people wouldn't even call it meditation that's why I call it breath work where I'm um, counting 11 breaths and I have some podcasts on this from last year so look those up if this might be something that you want to try for your life to find more peace of mind and elevate that confidence that inner courage to go out there and face the day and encounter anyone with a beautiful smile on your face and it feels so good when we have that confidence that grace and reverence in our lives others can feel it they are attracted to it um, because it's peaceful so um, I'm working hard on myself so when I I am with others. I have a softness to my personality and I'm more present. So I'm learning a lot of things about that through practicing yoga, but also from other things I learned my whole life from prayer, from um, my family and, you know, just being a good human being, you know, as we want to give our presence, that's all we can give really. You know, if we can't give our presence, why be with someone? So, you know, when someone's talking to me, uh, we all know about the phone. Let's put that thing away and, and be present with our friends, our loved ones. And, you know, if it's something you're doing on the phone, someone starts speaking to you and it was something important, you know, you could always say, oh, hey, I'm, I'm just finishing this up here. Or put your phone away first, then speak to the person, listen to them. So, the presence thing is so important and that's one thing that I'm working on so much this year is giving my presence. Am I present? And I'm, I'm working hard on doing that as a yoga teacher, giving my presence, being present in my classes as I teach my postures, the yoga postures, and giving clear, concise instructions, but also 
not having it all just completely memorized, but where it's like organic, where I might change things up in a heartbeat. Um, and it's interesting when I do that, I find that it pushes me right into the present. So that's just an example. So if you don't have that daily habit that's boosting your inner courage and confidence, that's the number one thing I would suggest you work on three times a week, finding that one thing, hey, maybe writing gives you a lot of confidence, you know, writing in a notepad, or maybe it's kickboxing. Maybe you are a runner. You know, everyone has those things that, that builds their confidence. I used to love to run, and that was what gave me a lot of my inner confidence was I runner, and I could track those miles like Forrest Gump, and I could keep going, and it felt good. So um, now I'm, I'm breathing, I guess. <laughs> I, you know, anyway. So let's keep going here. Inner courage and confidence and strength. How we have that and, and give our presence to those we love and those around us. And then the second thing I'm going to suggest, suggest is um, to take a look at your peer group, your friends. Are they positive um, you know, that's, that's an incredibly important piece of having a lot of courage, tenacity, resilience, and strength is having that core group of individuals in your life that build you up, build myself up. Why? Because we, we don't need critics. Okay. This isn't, um, we aren't in a movie. We don't need to be rated by Rotten Tomatoes. We need individuals that promote and help us build our dreams and support us. Now, of course, constructive criticism from the right mentor or the right family member that you trust is awesome. I get that from my husband. I listen to him, whatever he tells me. He's brilliant. Um, For example, um, my first book I published, Middle Age Beauty, he actually said to me, I don't know why you're writing fiction books. And I I had written a couple and hadn't uh, published one yet. Um, And he said, you are a a newspaper columnist at the time I was. And he said, you are a nonfiction writer. You should write a book on beauty because everyone's telling you always your skin looks good, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you write a book on middle-aged beauty? And so I did, you know. So, however, in the same breath, I could have taken that to heart in the wrong way because at the time I was writing fiction and I love I love writing fiction it's just you know kind of more of a hobby for me and I I took some classes on that at an extension course through UCLA way back when in the late 90s and I've written a couple of books that are still on my computer on those and maybe I will publish those someday but sometimes our strengths lie elsewhere and and those closest to us can see that and if we have that trust that kind of constructive criticism is awesome so um, flattery doesn't always get you everywhere this is not what this is about it's about having a set group of individuals that promote believe and help us achieve our dreams by being positive to our spirit so all I'm asking is for you to examine that core group of individuals, those friends. And if you have a couple of friends that you start to notice are 
are not being as supportive as are loving or maybe their words are negative and I've had a couple of friends like that often on in my lifetime and I loved them dearly but eventually they had to go and that's all I'm going to say about that I still love these individuals dearly but they are no longer in my life and sometimes we have to part with friends that do not have our best interests at heart. They do not want to see us manifest our dreams. And when you have friends like that, you just have to root them out, clean house, okay? And it feels good. It's hard. And it's hard sometimes to be lonely. I just honked because there is a little kitty in the in the road. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> my kitty. Sorry, I don't mean to get sidetracked. I always do my podcasts in my car. So here I'm going telling you about rooting out those individuals that do not serve your spirit. And, you know, obviously sometimes friends or people say things and it's a mistake, you know, but you will know, that's all I'm going to say, if you have those individuals that do not have your best interests at heart or you do not trust them, root them out and you just need to move on and that's that and those people you'll have those mentors um those individuals are kind of like in a different place i have mentors that i've become friends with but i still kind of keep them in a sacred place because they're my mentors and um maybe find someone like that that's number three find a mentor it could even be an individual online could be someone that you are reading in a book um for example louise hay built an empire called Hay House. Um, If you know anything about her life, she writes about it in her first book, You Can Heal. One of her first books, You Can Heal Your Life. I think her first book was You Can Heal Your Body. It was more like a pamphlet. And then she wrote You Can Heal Your Life. And she was abused, had all sorts of awful... You're talking like the worst things happen. Um, And I'm not going to go into those, but she was able to overcome those things, create an amazing future by finding a mentor in a person that had already died. Her name was Florence Scoville Shin. And how do I know these things? Because she mentioned those things many times in her life prior to her death. Louise Hay has referenced Florence Scoville Shin as her mentor. And, um, so it could be a person that you love their books. Um, for example, I have published a couple, no, just one of her books, um, The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scoville Shin. Um, and there's another little book by her that uh, Louise Hay published called The Path of Intuition by Hay House. And anyway, that's an example of finding a mentor doesn't have to be someone you necessarily know Um, But those individuals, they help ground us. They give us um, words of advice, encouragement that we may lack on our own. And and I, I highly suggest finding someone like that, okay? And so who are my mentors? Well, it's easy. Um, my, my first mentor um, is Jesus. I love him. So that's my number one mentor. And I, I obviously, he's not here with me right now in, 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 in physical form. Um, my, my, I've got some real individual mentors. But like uh, Stacy McCarthy, I mention her sometimes in my podcast. She is one of my mentors. She's a living live individual. She's been in the industry for over 30, I don't know, maybe longer than that. What a rock star, yoga, 
uh, more than that. Um, she's a professor. She's done many things. But that's one of the reasons I have gotten better at my yoga practice and teaching. I had an individual live in color in person and um, inspire me to kind of move out of my um, smaller self, if you will, at the time. I was kind of going through some, you know, internal changes. So another person I've mentioned, Michiko Jane Rolick, my very first mentor as um, in, in as far as yoga goes and uh, pranayama breathing and I learned how to breathe deep with her back in 1995 and so grateful for that. Um, another mentor would be uh, actually Florence Scovel Shin. She's no longer alive, but she is in the books that you can read. She actually has free books online. Like you can actually just download her book for free because it's in the public domain. And that's why I published one of her books. It's all about how we can use our thoughts and uh, rise above mediocrity. It's that simple. Using our thoughts and our brain, using the, the capacity in our brain to rise above mediocrity in our lives and pettiness and little, you know, small dramas that just kind of spin our wheels and um, make our day go by, but nothing happens, nothing, you know. So what kind of life are we living? Are we living... Uh, a joyful, beautiful life of experiencing? Are we living a life of reaction? And are we always reacting and just kind of on this automatic spinning wheel? And that is one thing I'm working to get out of and having a more authentic life of creating those moments. And it's exciting, still growing right there. And that, so those are the three things on building courage. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm just like, wow, 21 minutes here. Are we going <laughs> um, to build courage? We've got taking time to create a daily habit, starting with three times a week that's going to build inner confidence and strength by taking action and giving ourselves that signal to our soul that, hey, I like myself. This is okay. I've got this. I'm building. I'm becoming a better human being. And therefore, we become stronger in the circle of people we touch. Um, number two, rooting out individuals in our life that do not have the best intentions at heart for us, identifying who they are and just kind of, you know, amicably cutting ties with them in a very peaceful way. Number three, mentor. Find that mentor. If it's not a live person, find a book, look online, get that mentor dialed into your spirit where you are finding that example and um, mentioned some of mine and also could be someone that's not alive like I gave uh, Louise Hay as an example um, how she found Florence Scovel Shin's writings her books and that helped her elevate out of um, some smaller circumstances that were originally in her life to create and build beautiful life not only for herself but for many people so are we hoping to take this courage and and give it to others that's the next final last thing I want to wrap this up when we have great courage and we show up for ourselves it's like this wonderful effect this domino effect of how we are able to transcend mediocrity find inner strength and it's contagious and 
and others want to get in there and do the best they can too. So we just kind of have to lift our own spirit up with those bootstraps and get going. So that's it for the day. Hey, I'm Michelle Shaw. This is the Inspired Mind Podcast. I hope you stay kind and inspired. I'm out. Hi, this is Michelle Scholl, your host from the Inspired Mind Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that last podcast. Please connect with me on social media. I'd love to hear from you there. Michelle underscore Scholl, S-H-U-L-L, at um, Instagram and on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm not on there quite as much, but I do have a page there. And also find mangojane.co. I have a, a page there, news, where I update, share moments. Uh, kind of like a column, different things going on with the, the books that I'm publishing through Mango Jane, the public domain books, and some of my own writing. Hey, take care, stay inspired, and, and don't give up hope on your future. Yes, there will be hard times. Get through them by creating those little moments of joy, just like the Sunshine Club. I'm here for you, and I'm grateful for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.